continued. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where I currently reside here on the eastern coast of the United States of America, Raleigh, North Carolina, on the 944th floor of the DP Radio <laughs> Megaplex, right here in Raleigh. And uh, see, it's perfect because if we aim the giant satellite dish just slightly to the north, uh, we've got, my host, of course, standing on the top of a, of a glacier in uh, Ottawa. Uh, no, Ontario. Sorry, <laughs> Ontario is the only, the one and only, Crystal Stewart. And luckily, because we're going to get the intros all out of the way first, almost directly in the path of that satellite, we can pick up our good friend. And of course, you know him as the co-creator of DDP uh, Yoga. You know him as uh, he's an actual doctor. He's a rock star. He's basically all the things that I would tell a girl that I am at a bar if I'm trying to get you know somebody to come <laughs> home with me. But this is for real. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got the yoga doc on here as well. Oh, people, how you doing? Good God, that's a hell of an intro, brother. Oh, love it. Uh, I might just add like shortstop for the Mets and maybe like uh, 1982 yeah. Mr. Olympian or something. Uh, I guess if we're just throwing stuff out there from nowhere, why not? God bless. Yeah. Uh, My God, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Good to be yeah. back. Yeah, Great to it's hear been your a voice, while. And, oh, as as always. Um, because we got a lot to cover tonight. We we got to take some questions later on in the show. We we got some info regarding the certification program. But really quick, uh, like you said, it's been it's been a minute. So uh, you know, fill us in. What have you been up to? I know that you you know we catch you on on social media and <laughs> trips to the performance center here and there. But fill us in. What's going on with you lately? And where where you been? Um, well, I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of time up here, quite honestly, you know, just, just from a, a straight personal standpoint, because as you know, from my, from my Facebook, I don't leave anything to be even thought about, desired, whatever. It's all out there on my sleeve. I, I get, I, by the way, I get a lot of, I get a lot of, um, uh, stuff, um, feedback, like, my God, I would never do all that. It's like, you know what? Um, everybody is living lives that might actually help each other just by letting other people know what you're going through. Other people might be able to get something good out of it. And I guess that's kind of where I'm from. Um, plus it's a whole lot cheaper than, than therapy. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's been, what can I say? You know, I've, I moved up here. God, it's, it's been 
since the uh, since about June of 2014, up here meeting my hometown. Um, you know, my mom unfortunately took ill, and she she had Alzheimer's at that point. And we were just doing our best, my sister and I, and her husband, uh, and and my niece, and we were just doing our best to take care of her, my mom. And you know, in the years that have passed, I still had Iron Mullet down there in Atlanta. I still used to come down, uh, and you know, I'd be there. I've been there for the summits. I, as a matter of fact, I you know, I've seen Crystal at the summit. Uh, yep. You know, um, oh yeah, good times, great times, and you know, yeah. it's been one of those things where I've kind of, in in true, you know, I, we're getting a little astrological here, in I'm, in true Geminiacal fashion, I've been living in two places at once, but I've certainly lived up here a whole lot more up in, uh, you know, the upstate Kingston, New York area. What's going on? Um, well, since my mom passed in 2016. Uh, we have been offered a lot of, we've been given great offers on just our business and such. The business that my sister and I run together up here, as Dallas said to me, said just the other day, because I, I actually went down and I just ran into the open house uh, that we had on Saturday at the PC. He had no idea I was going. I just, I just uh-huh. rolled in. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And, That's awesome. And, and he goes, uh, it was so much fun. And he and he looks up at me. And he goes, "Oh, yoga doc! Damn, I didn't know you were going to be here. How you doing?" And he goes, hey, "Ladies and gentlemen, he introduced you know co-creator and this and that." And he goes, "You know, but you know he was really a very good chiropractor, but he doesn't do that anymore." He goes, "You know, he's up, up upstate New York, just being a real big businessman, and you know he doesn't have time for anything." And then I looked at him and I said, "Well, uh, I'm going to make an announcement. Then I'm moving back to Atlanta." <laughs> Whoa! Goes, oh. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah. It's part of the reason why I came here, besides the fact that I want to see how we're doing, and yeah. So that's actually that's in the mix, and that's part of the reason oh, why I want awesome. to even come on here. Yeah, I'm moving that's back. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank that's you. Cool. It's, that's, it's I mean, great. It's great. Well, I I know you yeah. went up north. Uh, you know, condolences on on your mother and everything. Alzheimer's is such a yeah. horrible, horrible disease. And I know that you went under there. Oh. You know, obviously it's your hometown and stuff, but you kind of had to take on that role of you know the 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 man in the family now. You know, taking care of your mom and your sister yeah. and helping out. But uh, you know, it, you know, it's nice that you kind of um, come full circle and and you know, you, you, obviously the Iron Mullet thing is, is a drawback, and you have a base here, and you know, obviously everyone at the Performance Center, the DPY, your life here, and not to mention the the weather is, is a little bit uh, warmer uh, certain times of the year, better. but it's slightly, <laughs> it's slightly better, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I mean, when you look at this move as a positive, you're looking at it as a as a good, you know, good. Oh, yeah. What you need right now. Well, absolutely. As a matter of fact, you know, it was kind of funny. I always knew that all roads led to home at some point, home meaning right up here in Kingston, New York. And, you know, I mean, it's gorgeous. The mountains, you know, I've got the river right outside my window. I, I'm living, you know, I'm living in a condo on the, on the river. And it's actually funny because we were all talking before about how the wind blows up and down uh, the river at different times. And my point that I was saying with you guys is, is that uh, during the winter, that wind blows, and it will make you – I don't care how, many, how much clothes you've got on. It will make you feel <laughs> as if you just – as if you have no clothes. 
<laughs> yep. will just flow right through you. <laughs> yeah, Crystal, I have a feeling yep. you have a really serious. Yeah, okay, that's all I got to say. So it's just funny, and <laughs> and my point was when I was saying to you all is is that, and I didn't mind it. I mean, you know, during the winter I had to stay up here, you know, because again we're we're managing properties. It's what we do. My dad built this business back in the seventies, and um. I don't mind it because as soon as the snow starts to fly, I, I say, well, I need to go visit one of our properties up in uh, Hunter, New York. And there's a really beautiful little, not little, good-sized um, ski center in Hunter. And I would say, yeah, i got to go visit and see what's going on. Do we have any, visit, uh, any uh, deliveries up there? And I'm bringing my skis, and I'll see you tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it was like one of those. But um, the idea is, is that people make the best out of anywhere you live. There's always cool yep. things to do. There's always fun. And I got to tell you, I didn't really learn to start skiing until I came back home. And P.S. Came back home. Oh, so <laughs> there's no, you, get a you little know, choppy there, there. There. Oh, okay. I said, I didn't start. Yeah, thank you. I, I said, I didn't really start to learn how to ski, like really learn how to ski until I moved back up here. And uh, I moved back up here when I was 49. So, you know, oh, wow. you can't say I'm too old. You can't say I'm too old, not I meaning you. You can't say you're too old to do something. You got to figure on, you know, what's going on. As a matter of fact, there was a coach. Uh, there's a, a coach who's actually, he is the, strength, the head strength coach for the Buffalo Bills. I met him down in Georgia. I worked for him uh, at Georgia Tech. And, you know, he was the, he was the head strength coach at Georgia Tech. Um, and he actually went up to the Buffalo Bills when the when the head coach from the from Georgia Tech went up there back. God, it was like seven years ago. Um, and his name's Eric Ciano. Amazing, amazing, awesome, awesome coach. He actually just redesigned, created this multi, multi, multi million dollar um, complex for the Bills uh, for their training center. And Dallas and I have remained friends with Eric. Long story short, is Eric always said, "Because I go, dude, uh, it's cold and you get a lot of snow. What are you doing?" He says. People who have pools make those pools ice skating rinks in the winter. And, yep. you know, and then <laughs> this, this sound, this, I'm, I'm yep. preaching to the choir, right? <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, Crystal, Crystal's a, a little north of you. And I'm, of course, I'm originally from New Hampshire, the White Mountains. And yeah. Stuff, so, so we're, we're, but I tell you, I don't know if you've experienced this, Doc. Since I've moved down to North Carolina, I'm in Raleigh now. We've been down here four years. Uh-huh. I have lost any kind believe. of tolerance wow. for the cold. It dip, it dips below 50, and I'm shivering. And like, a, like an old lady your in body a house changes. filter blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Now your body changes. <laughs> but I, I, I hear you. Cause, but, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm just saying it's everything in life, right? <laughs> well, it's, well, that's the funny thing. It's like your body... And, and this is a great, you know, this is a great moment to talk about how our bodies really work hard to acclimate to whatever climate we're in. And if yep. you're spending more time in a warmer climate, yeah. And, 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 you know, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, Mike, your body, now it doesn't have to work so hard, let's say, because, you know, you don't have as much cold weather. But then again, yeah, once the cold hits, it's almost as if like you've been, you know, like a sneak attack has happened on you, you know, it's really bizarre, Mm -hmm. but um, I have been spending a lot of time in Atlanta, uh, you know, 
uh, sometimes, well, sometimes down there and, you know, doing things at the center and sometimes just under the cover of darkness. Uh, uh, well, I might as well tell this too. Yeah. I have a girlfriend that's down in Atlanta. Imagine that. Imagine. Wow. Yeah. I'm moving to Atlanta. <laughs> I'm moving to Atlanta. Let's see. So everybody, <laughs> whenever you see her, whenever you see her and, and, you know, like I'll, at one point I'm going to mention, you know, I'll say, well, yeah, here's the, one of the main reasons why I moved back down. I mean, the timing has all been perfect. I, I still have, mm-hmm. you know, because we're still, we're, we're paring down the whole business and we're, you know, we're selling things out. But I go, I just have to thank God for the fact that at that moment, all of a sudden she came back into my, she came into my life and it's like, wow, here's another reason to move back, you know, but you yep. know, the thing is, is that it's always about a girl. I, I, yeah, it <laughs> for is. Us guys. You know what? Most important thing, gonna most say. important, I'm going to say the most important thing on this earth that I've ever thought of or heard of or been told is, is that, you know, a magnificent, beautiful, loving relationship is one of the best gifts that you'll ever get from God. And that's all I'm going to say. So, amen. <laughs> hallelujah. Praise, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, you know, the bottom line is, is that, is that here we are and I'm down there, whether I tell Dallas I'm down there or not, but sometimes I mostly tell him. You know, and then he's going to like, well, are we going to work together or what? I go, maybe. I'm not sure. And then, (laughs) and, 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 you know, but I've been down on numerous occasions. And because I've lived up here, up in the north now for God, you know, for four years, I get down there and I feel as if I'm wearing three fur coats and a big wool (laughs) hat. You know, <laughs> you know, during the summer, oh. it's like, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I mean, I know that when you sweat, it's a good sign, but holy smokes, I'm, you know, it's a good sign of, you know, being healthy. I think I'm really healthy. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm going to tell you. It works both ways. <laughs> it works both ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to get cold if you live down south. And you're going to be hot as God awful. You feel like you're Bigfoot down in, you know, South Florida. You know, at times, oh, <laughs> you know, for real. But you know, being anyway, being in the Northeast, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that the people in Atlanta aren't tough or people in Florida aren't tough, but all of us who grew up in the Northeast have this like kind of gritty, like just, you know, we can take a we can take a beating in life because we've been through some <laughs> some, some shit in the, in, in the Listen, North we Northeast, you know, Upper Central, you know, the 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 Upper and Central Midwest. Obviously, freaking Canada, like all of Canada, okay? <laughs> <laughs> every every freaking square foot of Canada, you know, it, it's yeah. just it's a different experience. It's just a different experience, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? There, there's oh, something to be said I, I about when you're freezing your ass off, you've got, you've got to do something. You've got to figure out how you're going to survive. It just makes you a little cagey, that's all. <laughs> and it's true, and, and, and for, for some of us, it's uh, taken about a six-hour, four-hour plane ride south, and that's where right. we ended up. You know, I'm in Raleigh, <laughs> Atlanta, and Crystal's still brave in the, the Canadian winters. So, God bless uh, you. But uh, yeah. I'm really, yeah, uh, I'm really excited that, you, was, that you're, you know, you're, you're you're coming back into you know the, the mix more so. I mean, we'll, we'll oh, see yeah. what you you know with the, the the developments and what, where you what you end up you know doing here and there, and I'm sure you're gonna be more visible now. 
and they were with with a yes. with a girlfriend now I'm sure when you said you didn't tell <laughs> Dallas or tell anyone you were coming down sometimes when you're trying to go down there to to to, to check up with a woman or or meet the lady or you know see some go on a few dates yes. you know the guys kind of try to monopolize your time a little bit oh you're in town pull you over here pull you over here and sometimes oh, uh, yeah. a little incognito is good for the soul Oh yeah, without question, without question. I, and and I got to tell you, I've been down, I've been, I've been down a great deal. But I was also, what I also did is, is you know, I've been looking for apartments, I've been looking for places to live, you know, and just kind of reconnecting with everybody, uh, in you know, in certain ways, because you know, the, the the thought behind this is, you know, at some point, and I need to, you know, I need to check in with Garrett and King Warren, who is now going to be taking over for Pat McDermott at the, you know, the DDP Yoga Performance Center, yeah. you know, it's kind of basically program director. I just want to check in with them. At some point I'll have, uh, I'll, I'll either have a regular class or I'll just have a whole lot of, you know, yoga doc blowing in and doing a whole bunch of like, whether it's DDP, you know, as we said, you know, DDPY power or, you know, Dallas and I are going to get together. I, I'm, I'm trying to get back down there as fast as possible so that we can put our heads together and try to figure out, you know, just some new, more exciting things for the people who are coming down, you know, because, uh, you know, nothing ever stands still and nothing is ever, you know, we do everything we can to try to keep things moving along. So, uh, I, I, you know, I was on the phone with them today, as a matter of fact. So long and the short of it is, is that we're, and I was on the phone with Hayden today too. Um, we're, we're, we're just trying to figure out, how much, how we can kind of make it all work. And, you know, I'll be seeing patients back down in Atlanta again, you know, so, uh, and, and, and probably working with Dallas on the NFL, the former NFL players and, you know, basically straightening them out while Dallas, you know, Dallas and I will probably both be working on them from, and, and maybe even Lexi, you know, from just that whole physical rehab perspective and getting them really good chiropractic care as well. So that's, what's on that's what's on the horizon. And I wanted to get on this, you know, I wanted to get on this, uh, on this show and just basically say, welcome back. I'm about ready to do a really cool run in, you know, like when a dude that's been gone for a couple, two, three years, and then they, they do a run in in the WWE and the whole crowd just loses their shit. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I can't wait. It, you you made you made a perfect uh, you made you made a perfect way to wrap this up a little bit. You said everything keeps on moving. We always got to go somewhere. And you know, yeah, when yeah. I first you know got the YRG program, where I always joke around that you're just walking around checking out all the pretty girls in the background, you know, giving directions and stuff like like a pimp, <laughs> you know, in the in that first uh, series of uh, workouts. Oh, but, oh, the um, videos, you yeah. know. The, the YRG ones, yeah, where, you know, you're, you're kind of yeah. walking around adjusting everybody and you get the best view of the yeah. whole room. Uh, but, um, you know, I, when I started doing that, you know, in, in that time period when those videos existed, there wasn't a whole lot of places you could go with uh, uh, that kind of medium. But since the, everything's evolved so much and technology has taken us places where we have the app and the live workouts and all this stuff, so many different places you can go with this, DDPY has been one of the – the companies that's on the forefront of really embracing that. And as you did, Absolutely. when you rolled out the first uh, version of the, of the, of the, you know, the workouts and the certification and talking to you off air, you were telling me that there's, there's even different places you're taking it. Now you're updating some stuff and going over and reworking some stuff. Uh, what, what are your plans to kind of, you know, take this certification and the workouts into the next level and really start introducing okay. a new phase of uh, DDPY? 
Well, the grades were the, the it's a great question because what's going on? You know, there, there was a time when let's, you know, the level one, the level one program really, and, and anybody who's ever graduated through the level one program will probably, you know, give me a big hell yeah on this one is it was really more like a level one and a level two. Like it's a lot of work. It's a lot of memorization. You know, even the level one workout was pretty, you know, it, it was not a beginner's workout. It was kind of a beginner and an intermediate workout. You know, it was 55 minutes. And this was the workout that Dallas and I and Dylan did back at the crib, you know, back when we first started to put the thing together as far as the video was concerned. And, um, and, and there have been many, many people now who have gone through the, the program, the certification program, and have pulled off that level one workout they, they did and they created their own, you know, their own little flow based on the diamond dozen, you know, which is more of a beginner style workout. And they did, they jumped through all the hoops. And I got to tell you, there's a reason why those teachers are just so that damn good. They're that damn good because there was a lot of work, a lot of work in order to getting all of that down. What has now changed, and I, I, you know, I've been talking to Dallas about this for quite a while, is that I said, Dallas, you know, the workout, you know, I go, this is a typical, this is a typical us workout. He goes, what do you mean? I go, it's like, you know, it's kind of a level one, but you're, you're blasting people with a freaking fire hose with it. There's like a ton of stuff going on, and we got a whole bunch of things to learn, you know, and people are like, ah, you know, <laughs> and I'm talking about the teacher trainees. I'm not even talking about the students that are taking the class. I said, you know, we could probably, we could probably pull back a little bit. We could probably teach cues through each position in certain ways that will actually really, as weird as it sounds, if we slow it down and just give people different cues on how to better, really better get into each position and not just flow right. from one position to the next, we're going to get them more benefit with actually with less output. And he just ran with it. And I said, and this is, I said, you know, this is based on there are two traditional yoga programs that are, you know, one's called uh, Iyengar and the other one is called Anyasara and Anyasara is nothing more than just an updated version of Iyengar yep. and the whole idea behind all of that is that they spend a lot of time helping you perfect each position and have you and in this case they don't call it dynamic resistance we do they call it hitting the muscles up onto the bones they call it you know shoulder loops and all kinds of joint loops the bottom line is it's dynamic resistance and right. but a little different. And, and the idea behind that is, is that if we can better teach them how to get into these positions and really help them perfect it while they're breathing and moving, holy smokes, we're going to give them a higher opportunity, a greater opportunity to have physical therapeutic benefit. And he ran with it, you know, and he ran with it and he goes, that's a great thing. And, and then, you know, it was funny because at the same time, he, was, he wanted to really get clear on getting everybody to teach in a certain way and especially certain cues as far as the positions are concerned. So we were, we were kind of on the same page, but we were just coming at it slightly differently. 
And that's why we put this new workout together. And the new level one workout is certainly less intense than the old level one workout. And P.S., all you folks who went through it and did it, God bless you, because you kicked ass. You were the freaking, you were the monsters of Thunderdome from the earliest period of time. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you were killing this back when, you know, back, you know back, back when we were riding motorcycles and, you know, kick, you know, the old, uh, I'm trying to think of that. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Mad, Mad Max. Max, from the Mad Max period. Mad yeah. Max, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, and, and, and we created some amazing teachers out of that. But now what we're doing is we're creating amazing teachers that actually have a deeper understanding of how to really get people into the positions so that they can maximize it. It's almost kind of like I'm going to use golf, even though I'm not a golf player. I'm going to use golf as the idea. If you swing too hard, you're going to hit You're going to screw it up and hit it one way. If you swing too light, you're going to screw it up and you're going to slice it off the other way. It's almost like you have to go just right. There's, there's this whole middle way of finding the right way to, to swing your, you know, to swing everything. And it's the same thing with teaching. You know, you can't be too fast. You can't do too many thousands of freaking positions. You also can't bore people to death and, and give them too little. There's that middle, there's that middle road. You know, and yeah. that's what I think we found here, and that and that's what the new level one looks like. With, awesome. Are you there? The, uh, yep. No, I'm good. Okay, I'm back. Okay. With the with the evolution of of the program and, and everything, you know, you you put it you put it really well. And those people who originally finished that workout, the great thing about this is the people almost all the people who have graduated through the certification have become involved in some way. Um, through mm-hmm. teaching other people and, and kind of helping, you know, the following cl- you know, classes and, and what have you. But yeah. the thing about it is there was, no, there was no franchise manual. This was something that has evolved over time. So all those people who were there at the beginning, you know, they, everyone added something, and you kind of learn through trial and error what yes. works best. So through those, you know, founding members in that original class, you've gotten the best of both worlds from the, the perspective of the creator and then the perspective of the student to make something that works for everybody and gives the best possible product. Well, well put. You know, as a matter of fact, we even have, you know, when we do the summits and I was here, the, the fun thing is, is that I'll come down. I came down the last two years for the DDPY summit. And, you know, you're bringing all these folks who've had all these amazing changes, you know. And, and then at the, you know, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll teach, you know, I'll teach a class at the end and, you know, I'm doing my best actually to teach people how to just, you know, give them different perspectives to teach, but forget about me the whole week long or for the few days that we were there, all the other teachers were coming in, all the teachers from all over the world, you know, Norway, for God's sakes, you know, you know, obviously Canada, all over the States. You know, even I think this last year there was a guy who came in from, you know, Eastern Europe that was a teacher. You know, bottom line is, is they're all and they're teaching. They're, they're at least teaching sequences and and they're actually they're they're enhancing this product. They're enhancing right. the program, just like you said, because they're giving people ideas. And we we really grasped onto a lot of them are like, oh my God, that's an amazing idea. So everybody is part of this creative process and that's what's so beautiful. That's awesome. Crystal, you got anything? Yeah, I was just going to say, I didn't want to, I wasn't sure if somebody was going to jump in. Um, I think that's one of, I've taken one of Yoga Doc's 
classes, and I it was by far probably my favorite class while I was in Atlanta, and it was it was just so much fun, and I think that is um, something that'll always bring everyone back is there has to be a bit of a fun factor or people aren't Always. going to write, remember it. And yeah. I, I've heard this. I heard it today when I went to the grocery store because I was wearing my DDPY shirt. And everyone's like, but it's so boring. I said, well, you're obviously not doing the right workout then because if you were doing DDPY, it's certainly not boring. It's fun. Oh, yeah. So well, you know, I, it's really oh, Go ahead. Right. No, I was just saying, it seems to be an element that everyone tries to exchange for results. But I think if it's fun, the results will just come that much easier. Absolutely. And it's actually funny because, I mean, I even, I went through and I, I did the, I did the level one. It, this is the level one workout that was taught, you know, as taught by Dallas and Hayden and Christina and it was just really interesting because there was a lot of, so there was higher emphasis on teaching the teachers how to teach, you know, through this right. workout. And, you know, you could say, well, how do I get a hold of that workout? Well, uh, you get a hold of that workout by signing up for, you know, going to, you know, ddpyogacertification.com and then signing up. But the idea right. is, you know, for the, you know, for the program, but the idea is, is there was a large portion of it that said, uh, you gotta have make it fun. Bring your bring your personality into it. You know, yeah. Make up some make up some fun names. Make it a good time, and the more fun you have, the more fun everybody else is gonna have. And that's the deal. Yeah, you. it's infectious, and it nobody yeah. wants yeah. to leave. Yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been doing this. Uh, that was a great question, Crystal. Uh, Crystal, I didn't mean to be uh, like. I wasn't trying to be snippy. I was doing social media for a second. I was trying to put the prompts out there oh, no. uh, to let people know that we put the number out. So I didn't want to come across as like I was being a jerk. I'm like passing it no, off no. to you. So, um, I realized I sounded like an ass just a minute ago. But I, I no, am no. Did you really? a jerk. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Everybody's so apologetic in this day and age. I still can't handle it. But anyway, it's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. See, well, thank well you done. so much. For There's you. no good old-fashioned just blatant assholes anymore. We just right? we just need a good old-fashioned unapologetic asshole around here. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, listen. It, it, I think it would be refreshing, for God's sake, you know, for a change. Oh, wait a minute. You know, I mean, there yeah. are people who do that. But, my God, they get skewered as if they're like the Antichrist. And it's just like, no, people, just, you know, chill out, man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's, <laughs> but you know, well, you, you, you touched on something there that, that's you know, we're we're all supposed to be tiptoeing around on everything, and I feel like social media has created a, a, just a, a void in, of people. Like there's there's yeah, we all have to put up this front off of social media. No one can be ourselves. No one can kind of you know, actually express ourselves. We have to be within these you know guidelines at all times, and all, yeah. it creates uh, you know people who are who are. Desperately sad and increase people who are depressed. Yeah. Creates anxiety because everyone's comparing themselves to this magical image of everyone right. else that right. they think everyone else is living. And I feel well, like um, it's yes. it's really detrimental. And I, I actually gotta ask you about this because I know you're 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 you know, you're a doctor and, and you know, you've got your hands in the medical, you know, industry and the news and stuff. Right. With all the 
social media, everything based on social media, I wonder, because I talk to my friends who have kids and, and their friends who have kids. Oh, there's such an epidemic of sitting down and, and just, you know, there's this vegetative lifestyle that I feel is going to have huge detrimental effects on, on future uh, in the next Whoa. couple generations. You are in my wheelhouse, brother. Who was it? Who was the wrestler that says, oh, let me speak on this right now. Who was that guy? My God! I, I, oh, oh, he was. Uh, you, you know, oh man, he was. He was a WCW guy. It'll come up. I'm sure there are people that you know they're listening, going, I know exactly who he's talking about. You know, he goes, you know, excuse me while I speak on this. My deal is, is yeah, I'm gonna speak on this right now. It, it's not only for crying out loud. I mean, I watch this happen. I watch this happen with kids. Uh, not only is it just about the fact that you're, you're, you know. I watch kids for hours and hours and hours. They sit on a couch and, yeah. you know, here's the thing, the, the, the socialization, you know, I'm going to say kids in the seventies and eighties and even the nineties, you know, before there was basically online interaction where everybody can go play games, you know, like Fortnite, you know, and all these different games where you're all wherever you are. And most of, most of the kids are sitting in their own homes and yet they get to interact with their friends and they're all, you know, it, it's kind of a team building thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw the pluses in before I throw the minuses, you know, so there's team building, there's all kinds of cool stuff around the fact that you can enjoy playing games with your buddies, you know, girlfriends, what have you. Um, but that's the only positive. What we used to do was we would all gather around, you know, we would all gather around a fire, you know, in some field somewhere, pay two dollars for a, you know, for a, a red solo cup, and you know, right, and and you know, we'd have a couple of a couple of uh, glasses of beer, you know. This, has anybody else done this besides me, or is this only yep. happening in New York? Okay. No. <laughs> Whether it's you I know, usually it's would like just bring my trestle. own red solo cup. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You bring your own, like, I'm not paying the $2 for the keg. But the idea is that was the socialization of sorts back in the day, Yeah. you know, which also caused kids to be a little more cagey on how the hell they got the hell out of their house. How were they going to go get to that field, that trestle, that pond? You know, they needed to dress appropriately, whether it's south or north. You're going to even have to wear too much or too little or whatever. You know, I mean, there was all of these different there, – there are all these different challenges that are now – they are provided in a certain way on, um, you know, on, on, the, on, the, on the games that the kids are playing, let's say, on Xbox. But we had to live this stuff. We had to – you know, we had, we had like real, real life physical challenges, you know, to get on out there, you know, got to build the fire, got to get somebody, – somebody got to get themselves some ID to get a keg, you know, and, and P.S., now all of a sudden we can't even do the keg because most of us aren't even doing gluten anymore. <laughs> I mean, right? Bottom line, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's but, so funny. Uh, I think this it all ties in though. <laughs> you know, we we live such like a hands-off life now. You know, the social media and all this stuff, which I'm, I sound a million years old when I complain about this. But did you ever see that episode of South Park when when they really got hooked on that Guitar Hero game? And then Stan <laughs> yeah. thought he was going to be like a hero <laughs> and hand him a real guitar. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell is this? What am I going to do with this? Yeah. It's, yeah. We're, we're yeah. living such a hands-off life. 
lifestyle now. And I, I got to think it's going to have severe health consequences going forward because while I feel a lot of people are, are gravitating towards more health conscious, you know, foods. And I think that's, it's an easier time to get Hopefully, healthy yes. foods than ever. This sedentary yeah. lifestyle doesn't, you know, it doesn't mix well with, you know, the, the healthy eating. It's, 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 we, we've gone from one extreme to the other, I feel. It's altering their posture, and I guess let me get back to yep. you know, let me get back to the actual the the, the crux of the matter here, uh, based on the question, which is, I'm seeing a lot of kids, a lot of teenagers, with 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 postures that I would have normally seen in people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and it has to do with the amount of hours, the amount of hours that they're just sitting and you know, I know they're having a good time down in you know in their on their couch, you know, playing Xbox with their buddies and all the rest. But it's actually, you know, the idea is, and this is something that Tony Robbins used to talk about for years, you know, what is a good, healthy, you know, strong, upright posture that actually, you know, which actually exudes confidence. I got to tell you something. It's not about sitting and rolling your shoulders forward with your head about a foot and a half forward from your, from your, you know, the upper back, you know, with your hands down, looking at your thumbs and or looking up at the screen. And yeah. the the issue the yeah I mean the issue here is that you're putting yourself whether you know it or not whether the kids know it or not they're putting themselves in a position that actually you know not to get too weird but it's something that actually it mirrors a posture of you know depression in a way so okay we get out of the game and all of a sudden everybody's got rounded forward they got rounded shoulders forward head carry. You know, tail is tucked a little bit and, you know, the, you know, the, the hip flexors are tightened because they're sitting for hours and hours and hours. And what are you going to do? You got, all you want to do, you know, cause here for me, right. All I want to do is put these kids in a freaking up dog and have them hold that damn thing or a Cobra for like 20 minutes to get them out of it and have them, you know, roll their shoulders back, bring their elbows in, lift their head up and put it over their shoulders just to get them in that counter position and have them breathe into it. And, you know, that's what's going on. You're screwing up these, you're screwing up your posture. And, and, you know, what I'm finding is with a lot of folks, a lot of kids who spend all their time there, they're actually becoming, and I'm talking about youngsters, they're becoming a little bit of developmentally arrested or at least, you know, slower, you know, they're great at they're mm-hmm. they're good at school. They're doing great things, you know, perhaps in their grades, what have you. But, you know, they may be a little less social in true social situations. I've noticed and I've seen this, I've noticed so many more kids now they're they're afraid to go drive. They're afraid to go out and, and get their license. They're you know, or or it's just not a priority. Let's let's not say afraid. You know, uh you've got this is the first time in my life I've ever seen a whole bunch of boys that are afraid to run after girls. Okay. I'm just saying, because I don't know what, what's going on scientific, scientifically is that the pleasure centers are being so intensely over, over, over stimulated that they need downtime after all of these hours of gaming and it actually hampers their social interaction. That's, if you want to ask me a question, that's why I say, let me speak on this, because this is what I'm finding. 
you know. And that's, that's and fascinating. It, and it's, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go. You know, we're, we're talking about. I'm sorry, we got to delay. Continue. Yeah, we do have a delay. Oh, I was I just saying it's kind of funny. And I, I don't have this <laughs> dance pattern down with you, bro. It's okay. We're going we're gonna to waltz really nicely. <laughs> But go oh, ahead. That's right. We're, we're, we're less of a, like a, a waltz and more like an episode of Three Stooges over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was just saying that, you know, we, we know that all those, you know, through like, you know, even creators of these games say that these games are meant like to be like casino games, like to light bright and flash and lights and, and light up those receptors. And it makes a lot of sense to, you know, what you're saying. And, you know, when you're constantly getting that receptor, you're not searching for it, you know, as a lot of right. people did beforehand. And that's the whole See, thing. And, I, and what I'm finding – go ahead, please. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, in that, because I I have two kids, and I've noticed yeah. that it's very strange because they're always looking for um, the feedback immediately. They're not, there's no, okay, well, we'll talk about it later. There is none of that with them. They want an immediate response. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and yeah, it, well, and it has to do with the, the fact that, listen, you could pretty much, even just the fact that you have to, you can pretty much get the answer to just about almost any question. And all you got to do yeah. is just look up Google. Right. We just had this discussion. Do you remember when you were in high school and you had to go to the library and you had to look up a book and you had all those index cards that you had to go through? Yeah. They yeah. they don't have that. They have a computer that they go and punch in whatever it is that they punch in and poof, it pops up. They don't know what it's like to go searching for something right. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, it's they have traded. Yeah. They've traded their backbone for a wishbone. Yeah, or or at least you know, I mean, it is definitely, and that's an interesting, that's an interesting comment, I guess. But the idea is, is it's just based on the incredible, the incredible uh, availability of certain information. You know, actually, you know, patience has, you know, the 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 virtue of patience has now you know, un- unfortunately been, let, we'll just say, you know, it, it's, it, it's been handcuffed. Uh, there yeah. are certain things. I mean, you know, if you think about this folks, uh, when you're looking at, and this is, again, I find this just because I've been, I have been directly related to a lot of kids in their teens at this point. And, uh, and, and I've watched, I've really observed a lot of this, you know, once again, when you're spending, 40 and 50 hours on, you know, screen time, playing games, playing games with your friends, doing all of that. What ends up happening is, is that you are so overstimulated. What I found is, is that when you, the kids come up for dinner, let's say, you know, they come up and they, it's time to spend family time. All right. And they don't have their phone with them. They don't have their, you know, the screen in front of them. What's going on is, is that first of all, they look like they're hungover. Just connected. Yep. Like, yeah. And 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 or just you know disconnected is a great you know is a great term. So at that point, because they're now getting over all of this intense pleasure center and stimulation, and then at that point, what I've noticed and I've seen, I've experienced, is that 
you know, they're, they're not as interactive with their family. They're not as interactive in a moment like, you know, hey, does anybody remember a family dinner? You know, like something like that, you know, whether it's, yeah. it's every night or, or Sunday night, whatever. But and then they may even actually, and this is something that has been commonly talked, you know, spoken about, they'll go and they'll create enough upset so that they'll get sent back downstairs or sent back to their room or sent wherever. And then that's what they want because all they want to do is just get back on their computer or get up back on their game. It's been, a, it's a weird life to live in folks. You know, it's, it's yeah. just kind of like bizarre, bizarre world. We talk about constantly changing and, and uh, <laughs> the world is constantly changing to uh, yeah. real quick to, to, to tie this into to up in a little bow here, you know, with all these changes and stuff and, and we're, we're fa- I mean, as much as this, I get annoyed with like the, the culture of, of the youth and all this stuff, you know, I act like an old man and stuff. I do feel badly because they're growing up in a time where all of this technology and all of this is dumped on, on people and, and there's no protocol to how to deal with this. And we talked about the sedentary lifestyle and people just, you know, living in chairs and, and watching games yes. constantly. And there's no, there's no, you know, drive to get up and change that. Like to, to sit down all day, you have to have a counter. You have to work out or at least stretch your body. You have to at least do DDPY or, or do reverse techniques. And I feel like yes. nobody, I think is going to be really harmful when, when this all comes to, you know, the bill comes to pay for all this stuff. I, I agree. And I guess it just to kind of actually really jump into this, this aspect of it is, is that, you know, when you're sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting, and, and God bless, it's not only just kids on games, it's also all of us who, unfortunately, you know, I, I have the closest of friends who, let's say, work for insurance companies, and they're dealing with, you know, ongoing and continuous amounts of, you know, of claims coming through, and they have to work it. What are they doing? They're sitting and they're just working, doing, you know, doing claims, doing what have you. And the idea is, is when you're sitting and you're short, you're shortening, you're shortening your, your, um, your flexor muscles and you're overextending and just rounding and overstretching your, uh, yeah, your extensor muscles, you've got to create balance. So the idea is, is that, you know, (laughs) how about some DDPY where you've got, you know, get the kids, get the folks, you know, get the folks who are unfortunately living on their computer, get on that mat. It's, it's really important because you've got to have some balance. You've got to put some counterbalance into your life. Otherwise, what you're doing is, is you're actually, you're, you know, you're even, you're even enclosing your, your lung volumization space by even bringing the arms forward. And I know I've talked about the, you know, different postures and, and things as far as just the sitting postures, the computer postures, and how they actually decrease your lung capacity over the years yeah. if you're doing it. So you got to get on the freaking mat. You got to stretch yourself out. You got to do something different. You just do. And that's why we're here. You know, that's one of the many reasons why we're here and why we do yeah, what we do with, with the program. So Absolutely. I'm ready to take questions if you all are. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got, we got a couple I've questions. Got, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut everyone oh. off. Um, I just wanted no, to go say I just I'm got sorry. a message from Michael Geelin, and he just said that um, it's a great episode, and it's always, he always loves hearing from Yoga Doc. I love Michael, and it, you know, uh, he's out from like, he's out west, out in Oregon, I believe, if I'm not yes. mistaken, and that's that's really yes. cool. Well, Mike, sending you, sending you and your your beautiful bride, tons of love, 
tons of love uh, over here from this uh, from this uh, side of the world. <laughs> um, I also have a question from Jake Order, and he would like to know: um, Is there any place where he can follow you? Like, can somebody just go to Facebook and follow you, or? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Craig Aaron. C R A I G A A R O N. I actually just okay. changed my Facebook picture, you know, so because you know you'll you can well, you can pull up Craig Aaron's, you know, and okay. you type it in, and I actually. Uh, the other thing that I do up here, like I say, you got to make the best out of wherever you are, no matter where you live. So I got back with a whole bunch of old friends, and we, we actually created another band. So I'm not a, just an Iron Mullet. I created a 70s, 80s, and 90s band with a buddy of mine that I've known forever. And the name of the band is not so, not so loosely named after the bassist from Black Sabbath. We are known as the Geezus Butlers. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that's, we are the that's Jesus so funny. Butlers. It, well, be, <laughs> I love the that. bottom line is, we we wanted to, we wanted to just call ourselves geezers because you know we're we're not you know we're not the youngest guys in the world. Everybody in the band, <laughs> and uh, and and every time we wanted to go say you know the geezers or whatever. The the long story short is is that every name that we came up with, somebody had it, you know. And then my buddy who plays bass, who I've known forever, he says, why don't we just call ourselves Jesus, capital G-E-E-Z-U-S, and then just put like the old umlauts over the U. I go, uh, no, I'm not going to do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to call ourselves Jesus, they say we're going to be the Jesus butlers, and we're going to do an uh, ass load of freaking Black Sabbath. He goes, okay, I can do that. So anyway, you know, it, uh, it's very much it's a different it's a different band from Iron Mullet. It really is. Um, see, here's you know, here's, I mean, here's I'm a free idea. Uh huh. Sorry, man. <laughs> I was no. gonna say, get together with four other chiropractors and uh, start a band called Back Sabbath. <laughs> oh yeah, Back Sabbath. That's very good. Well, dude, That's awesome. I did something. I did something like that. Um, I had a I had a thrash metal band that was based on the big four. You know that would be Metallica, Megadeth, uh, Anthrax, and Slayer. Anthrax. And we named Slayer. ourselves we named ourselves Sciatica. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and and actually, right now there are two there are two members of Sciatica that are now that are now full time member full time members of Iron Mullet. But let's you know. Bottom line is is that. I'm up here. Uh, we created that band uh, called the Geezus Butlers, and we play a whole bunch up here. We play it all over the, you know, it, basically in the lower Hudson Valley in upstate New York. Like last weekend, I played actually in Kingston, New York, you know, and with, with along with another band that, you know, with, with people that I grew up with, you know, that I went to high school with. Uh, next weekend, I'm going to be up in the Catskill Mountains up near some old ski resorts. You know, and so like we do all of that, but you got to you got to have fun in life. I guess that's the bottom line. You know, you got to have a great time now, uh, and for sure, and, and just yeah, because you know what? I mean, this is my whole. The bottom line is this is my mantra. You know, everybody's got a mantra. Mine is if it isn't fun, I'm not playing. That's the bottom <laughs> that's line. That's the truth. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's too there's too much shit in the world and stress, and everyone's become so so on edge and moody and. You know, yeah. that a fun yeah. person, somebody who's having a good time really stands out. And people almost resent it because they're not having as much fun. 
Yeah, no, and, and, and trust me, I, I get a lot of shit, but it's okay. Uh, I don't mind. I, I like me. But that's, the, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, but no, it, and we like this too. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. But, you know, if anybody has any questions, like seriously, um, let's, let, you know, let's talk. Let's talk about what, what you I've guys have because otherwise, yeah, please. Okay, it's from Michael Galen, and he said, quick question for okay. Yoga Doc. Human cannonball, are you supposed to engage the abs like a crunch, or is it a back spine stretch or both? Also, um, pinfall in the bridge, okay. engage your abs, question mark. Okay, here's the idea. You, 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 don't need to, you don't need to accentuate and really focus on, on the ab work in the human cannonball. What you're doing, you know, typically human cannonballs come after – Strong extensions, like, right. know, like, uh, you know, uh, like anything where you're lifting your pelvis up, you know, bridge, you know, uh, and and pulling your inner thighs toward each other. Your feet are down, your arms are down. You're pressing, you know, the whole idea be- between, you know, let's say bridge, human cannonball, you know, all of those is let's not worry so much about the ab work. Let's not engage the abs so much. Let's, you know, that's a big back stretch. It's actually a yep. full spine stretch, you know. What was the other? It was it was human cannonball, and what was the other position that uh, he had asked about? Um, pinfall in the bridge, or yeah. um, yeah, human cannonball. Are you supposed to engage the abs like a crunch, or is it a back spine stretch, or both? It's a back spine. It's, also, yeah. it's a back. Yeah. It's a back spine stretch. It's, it's, you know, the abs at that moment, what you're doing when you're going human cannibal, you're actually pulling and you're actually shortening the abdominal muscles anyway. So you don't want to tighten it up too much because you may actually cramp, <laughs> believe right. it or not. You know, it's really all about a back stretch. It's also, it's about a neck stretch. It's a low back stretch. It's, you know, like that. So don't do it too intently. Yeah, you know, when when we're in the going home phase, and I'm really actually speaking from from now the, the the newest level one video, you know, when we're going home, and we're doing that last kind of finishing sequence, it's not so much about tight, tight, tight. I mean, you know, and and part of that level one class, uh, Christina came on and she did a bunch of, you know, she did a bunch of core stuff. Well, when you're doing core stuff, that's when you engage your abs, you know, but in that final sequence, you're actually kind of, you're trying to basically begin to um, open up a little air vent or a little, you know, you're letting air out of the system. So you're actually, you're not really that engaged, you know, you're not in that, that you're not that excited about engaging the abdominal muscles or, or any muscle at that last closing sequence. So I guess that's the, that's the best way to put it. Okay. Are you we ready got, for another um, one, Yoga Doc? Um, of course. Okay. Go well, ahead, Mike. Do you want to see your call? Do you want to take your call real quick? We got six minutes sure. left. Whatever you want. We'll, we'll squeeze in the message. All right, well, let's just grab this call real okay. quick because he's been on hold for a yeah. long time. Uh, or mm-hmm. he or she. 905 area code. Um, hello. That's Canada. That's Roger. Hey, don't don't tell Mullins that. I wanted it to be a surprise. <laughs> I knew Roger. As as I knew Roger can, can we mute Mullins for a minute, please? <laughs> I have. How you doing, buddy? Up, Roger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Roger. Hey, Roger. 
congratulations, congratulations, congratulations to you and your lovely, lovely fiance. Yes. Thank you. She insists on her time. Wait, wait, anyway, wait, what? when did that happen? What? No, for real. I didn't see uh, that. Was that today? No, two weeks ago. Oh. I think. Um, well, congratulations. I asked, I, could, sorry. I asked if Iron Mullet could play, and he said I couldn't afford it. No, it wasn't about <laughs> couldn't affording it. What I said was, for crying out loud, it's all about travel expenses. Because, bro, here's the thing I love y'all. But I'm not gonna extra. I'm not gonna pay extra travel money for people to come up when I'm gonna lose money to do it. That's the bottom line. And by the way, um, you, you realize that what you are is you are a magnificent, incredible, incredible opportunity for your sweet, lovely fiance to go straight to heaven because she's gonna marry your ass. I'm just saying, she's gonna go straight to heaven. <laughs> can, like, can you please they, press? Like, can you please press? <laughs> Can you mash the keypad if you need help, dear? <laughs> are you are you there against your will? <laughs> Roger, I love you. I love you. Here's the thing. I'm just saying because I love you. I, I absolutely love you. You're a freaking metalhead. You're a freaking monster. But the bottom line is, is I'm just saying. I go, what you've just done is like at the moment that she finally leaves this magnificent earth, St. Peter's going to look at her and he's going to go straight on through. He's going <laughs> to... <Yep. laughs> Awesome. Don't worry, Roger. I'll play your wedding. <laughs> you, you I'm so glad you called in. Well, I thought, I thought it was going to be more. <laughs> go okay, quick go question. Seeing as I never chose to do this certification, which, you know, people paid for it, and then you called me on my birthday. How do yes, I, yes, like, yes. Yeah. What are some tips to start this bit, finally? Because I don't feel like wasting people's money anymore. And I had a nice heart to heart with Marcel. And he told me to. Uh-huh. Canadian, you're. Oh, can you go? I'm kidding. 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 <laughs> He's punching me. Mom's just happy. Okay. Okay. Here. D-R-Y. Okay, sorry. So, do you got any tips to help being less overwhelmed? Okay, here's the bottom line, and, and I I appreciate I appreciate that question. Um, in this case, and I and I've said this honestly from really from the very beginning, the best thing you can do, and I mean this, is don't even think that you're in a certification program. The idea behind this is is just start taking the the level one workout video and just doing it. Doing it like a student just to start, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's the difference between being a fan or being someone who enjoys, you know, and I'm I'm talking about even from a music perspective, obviously that's, you know, and and you and I, we're both huge, you know, we're huge music fans, Roger. So the idea is it's the difference between being, you know, a fan of a band, like, wow, I love these guys. I love what they're doing. I love this music versus I'm going to have to play this and I have to figure out how it is that I'm going to really make this thing work. Forget about that shit. Just go and take, take, you know, take the new diamond dozen that Dallas put together, you know, take the new and just do them and just do them, do them and do them. And they will start to actually take over your, it'll be part of your brain function, you know? And then when it's time for you to start looking at, 
hey, all right, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to start maybe teaching a piece of this or what have you. It's in there. It's really in there. And, and, and that's, that's phase one. And then phase two is, is that once you really truly decide, okay, I really need to start doing this because there's a huge difference between listening to the music or listening and even doing the workout and then deciding you're going to teach it. Then you start looking at, okay, how am I going to break this down in chunks so I can, I can play this, do this one piece at a time. And actually even Christina talked about that in the training video in the, in the new level one where she just sectioned it off and she just kind of learned it. And dude, cue cards. I don't care. Freaking big pieces of paper. You can have a fucking billboard. Sorry, I'm cursing. That's what happens when you're, <laughs> when you're in your fifties. Okay. And you just don't give a shit anymore. But the bottom line is, is you can have a billboard. It doesn't make a difference. A You know, like a, a chalkboard and just, you got to create a note system that works for you so that it can remind you where to go. If in fact you lose your spot. And, yeah. and honestly, that's the best ex- advice I can give you. We're, we're, we're being booted Thanks. off. We got like 10 seconds left. Uh, uh, oh. I think we got a few minutes worth of overtime, like, but I'm just want to kind of wrap this up real quick. Um, great okay. question. By I the hope way, that Roger, congratulations. Yeah, Roger. No, that's, you, no, that's perfect. Congrats, man. Really Thank is. you. And, uh, yeah, Mullen, remember, you're Bob Arden. I'm Piper. Remember that. <laughs> I love this shit. I love well, it. <laughs> well, that, that, that's just fighting words right there. <laughs> you guys take, well, I, th- you I guys think take that shit they allotted us <laughs> they allotted us a minute left, so I just want to wrap up real quick before they, they throw us off for real. Uh, Doc, please come back soon with us. Now that you're kind of uh, coming back to Atlanta and stuff, you're going to be busy, I know, but yes. when you get a chance, it was a great show, and we love, uh, we love chatting with you. We really appreciate it. Well, let me tell you, uh, I really I, – I've, I had so much fun. And, you know, it, it always reminds me of the fact that this is one of the reasons why I was placed on this planet is actually to really do this and really be part of this whole thing and, and really provide, you know, some level of excitement and, and honestly, you know, to get people excited about, you know, taking their lives and really making, you know, owning their lives. So I got to tell you, I love it. And, and shit to, to go ahead and quote our good friend, Ozzy Osbourne. I love you all. Let's do this again real soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, Crystal, let's finish this off with a quote and then we'll wrap it up. Sure. So um, I'm not sure where the quote came from. I just found it. But um, it basically is your value is not nor has it ever been measured in pounds. Yeah. Ah, shit. That's the only thing I got. It's pounds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you don't know. Whether, is, is it the English pound, or are we talking about pounds, or that's the beautiful thing, because nope. we're talking on multiple levels here. <laughs> oh, there we go. Good Lord. I love it. No, no. Thank it's... you guys so much. Uh, Doc, uh, Iron Mullet, check it out. Uh, uh, Jesus Butler, which is brilliant. And uh, we got to get those <laughs> Iron mullet, uh, mullet shirts on the DDP Yoga Store ASAP. Let's get on that. I will talk. I will talk to the uh, to the head man in charge. Let's see if we can do that. <laughs> Love you guys. Awesome. Thank you guys. Love you too. Seriously.
Take care, and uh, remember, see you guys next week. Brand new episode of DDP Radio live at DDPRadio.com. Thanks to Yoga Doc. Thanks to, uh, congratulations to Roger Crystal, and we'll see you guys soon. We kicked it today, That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh! Diamond Cutter! I don't believe it! Diamond Cutter out of the powerbomb! We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and